up? You are listening to a brand new mini episode of the Lunchbox Chats. We are your hosts. I'm Laura. And I'm Esty. And we welcome you to a brand new mini episode. Another mini episode in the books. So excited. I love these little things. I do too, because I feel like we bring fun. It's basically like a an episode with just meat. Right, so it's our long episode on steroids. Do you think, so if we were a meat, which meat do you think we would be in the lunchbox shots? Turkey. Yeah, 100%. Because it's our favorite. Like, I think it would definitely be like a turkey, cheese, like our favorite kind of sandwich. Oh my God, with extra mayonnaise. But what would be the Funyuns? The Funyuns would be like the gratitude section. Oh my goodness, I love that for us. I love it. Do you know I had that yesterday? I literally had that yesterday. Oh, girl, that sounds amazing. You're almost there. You're almost there almost there for those of you who don't know what we're talking about i'm on 75 hard and i'm on day 59 i don't know when we're gonna air this episode we might air it after my 75 (laughs) days are over but right now if future laura is listening to this you're on day 59 you still haven't worked out you still gotta drink your water you still gotta read your 10 pages Oh my gosh. You're going to get it done in the next two hours before midnight. So let's go. Yes. And it wouldn't be LBC if we're not podcasting at the buck. No, at the evening crack of midnight. Yeah. Does that make any sense? (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what I just said, to be honest, but it is what it is. The buck evening crack of midnight i meant to say the instead of the but it was like butt crack of dawn but we okay so we obviously did that one time and you guys heard that recording i was not happy about it <laughs> so that's never repeating itself again so now i have to meet laura halfway and do it in the at night so you know it's all about like giving and taking yeah it's a comp i love our morning episodes <sighs> but you know give and take compromise when it comes to partnership exactly it's you know it's a business we gotta we gotta do pick and choose our battles here and that's that's where we're at that's it we gotta do like a, a video of like where you podcast where i podcast and like show the chatters one day like, yes. what actually happens behind the scenes? We should do that. So I was originally on the couch, and then um, my my little nugget started to wake up. So I am now in the podcast studio. Um, mm. And, I mean, I would be really, really embarrassed if I was videoing right now. I'm in my pajamas um, mm. and about ready to go to bed. So, no, there's no video on me. Thank God. Yeah, I'm always in my kitchen. I'm sitting in the same exact seat as I always am. And the lighting needs is very particular for our podcast. Like I only have one set of lights on. And it's sometimes like Thomas will come in the kitchen to get a drink or do something and he'll turn on the other light. And I will literally have like in the middle of our podcast and I'd have to go and turn it off because it's almost like I can't speak with the other lights on. Do you have a candle lit? I have a candle lit. Mm. Um, it's a vibe in here. I love, and I also, I look. So you guys, I did a laser this week where my, I was a guinea pig for a new laser 
and my skin's basically peeling off and it's not pretty. So I would not want to be recorded. Right. And I can't wear any makeup. So can you imagine me walking in the middle of New York City? Like I get on the subway, people look at me like, what is wrong? Like people literally move away from me because they're like, what is wrong? No, they do. They just stare at me. (laughs) And then if I let out like a little cough, like forget it. It's the end. Well, you're assisting your melasma. So, I mean, you you gotta do the best you can. I will let you guys know about the result. That's what you should do. You should do like a before and after or before during and after picture exactly my it's so funny i thought i put on my do not disturb but i did not uh oh i did i will yeah it's it's necessary i will definitely do before and after and i'll give you guys all the details of it for sure speaking of details let's get into this meat so we were scouring scavenging what's the Uh, word neither Okay, we were on the internet and we brainstorming. Brainstorming <laughs> <laughs> for is... a topic this evening. Go ahead. This is this is what happens in the mini episodes. We just go rogue. Um, and we came across uh, the seven biggest reasons for unhappiness, but we're gonna make it four. And me and Essie each took two. Um, this is from, I believe, Self Work Co. It's a great, great Instagram. Go follow them. They are amazing. They have such great stuff. So we wanted to share it with all of you guys. So biggest reasons for unhappiness. Ed, do you want to go first? With pleasure. So the first one I picked up um, was other people's expectations. Mm. So... I mean, I feel like I wish, like, the younger self in me would have um, recognized that. But I think, like, had I not gone through that when I did, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now, to be honest. I think it was, like, really difficult for me to um, get that perception out of my head. And then as I got older, and I'm going to use that cliche, and got wiser, I literally could give two fucks. Mm -hmm. And I just feel so much better about it because I don't care what people expect. You know what I'm saying? Like, if as long as I'm happy and I can look at myself in the mirror in the morning, that's all that matters. And everyone else's expectations go literally fuck off. Amen. Do you remember the age when the zero fucks really started to creep up? A hundred, I could tell you 1000% when it was. Yeah, absolutely. 32. Ooh, you were young. Um, well, according to you, I'm old, so I don't know. Um, let's see. No, I think, no, it was 32. It it 100% was 32. It was, yeah, no, it was, no, it was, um, after brain surgery. Um, I was in a really, really dark space Mm -hmm. and, um, I was just done. Like I was done with everything that I had invested in, whether financially, emotionally, um, physically, I, I, and literally I gave up on myself physically. Um, I just was in a really dark space. And then to like literally get myself out of that took everything out of me. Mm. And then once I finally was like kind of seeing above treading above water, I just was like, what am I doing? You know, like, why do I give a fuck? Like I just survived something so fucking big. And, and I'm just like, I, I'm so much bigger than this. I'm not going to let this define me and believe you me. Like 
um, all my therapy bills could tell you, like, all the shit that I've been through since, like, a young me to now. And I'm just like, if I could get through my childhood and I could get through this, like, I'm good. You know, it's so crazy how that's, there's actually this quote that I put on, I think it was Facebook. Um, and it was a, it was like a one month after my surgery, or maybe it was like a one week after my surgery. And I'll never forget this quote. It's like, um, it was, it was something about like daunting and like how like the world can be or whatever, but it's not brain surgery. Like it's mm. like, it's not like, you know, you know, when you put stuff into perspective, it's not. And it's like, you overcome something like that. And I, again, I don't want it to define me. I'm just like, I could get through this shit. Like everything else does not fucking matter, you know? And I just was, had little itty bitty goals and I, I kept accomplishing all the little goals and I was good. And since then, I, I don't, I mean, it's only been six years, but it's the best six years I've done without giving a fuck. Like, you know? No, it's a long time. That's a very like long time for sure. Are you there? Yeah. I started getting there around 34 and a half. And then, (laughs) and then 35, a little more, and then 36 hit something beautiful happens or to me, at least at the Mm -hmm. age of 36, which is actually like two months ago. So I've only been 36 (laughs) for two months, but I feel like I've stepped into this next level. I don't give a fuck about the things that don't give a fuck about me. Mm-hmm. And I've spent my whole life giving a fuck about every single little thing about every single person around every single comment. And something happened to me where it's just like, wait, I mean, uh, what happened to me? Therapy happened to me, breaked out like a lot of shit happened for me to get here. Like it doesn't just happen out of nowhere because there's two types of not giving a fuck, right? There's the I don't, I don't give a fuck, which I thought I was in, but I actually gave every little fuck. And when I said I didn't give a fuck, it was actually me masking how much of a fuck I gave. And then Mm. there's the actual, I really don't give a fuck. And that's the, I'm good. Like no matter what, because I'm me at the end of the day and I'm carrying myself through all these experiences. And what happens outside of me is out of my control And I'm not responsible for anything other than who it is that I am. And there's a certain freedom that comes with this. I don't give a fuck. So it's interesting to observe which fuck you're at. Because there's one fuck that is so inauthentic. And then there's another fuck where you're just actually at peace. And that's what like, I don't, I don't give a fuck is actually like, I'm actually so at peace and I can be in a space where like I can live my life and I can wish you well and I can just like really wish you well. Not like, oh my God, like I would, no, like actually wish you well and health and success and for that to be all you and for me to just move on and move forward in my life. And I think that started at 34 and a half, but at 36, this shit just really clicked and I just see it getting more and more and more but you know that goes I 100% believe that goes hand in hand with all the work that you do yes I I love that I love that do you think though when you say like when you shut certain uh, doors that you think that made it better for you or you stronger or how how do you define that yeah it made it better Mm. it came with a lot of pain 
It came with a lot of realization. It came with a lot, you know, you go through like a grief stage with shutting a door. Cause again, mm-hmm. there's the, I don't give a fuck. I'm shutting this door, but what I'm actually doing is suppressing all my emotions. And then there's the, I don't give a fuck. You go through the suffering, you sit with your emotion, you sit with that pain and you come to this processing of them where you can finally leave them where they are and move on in peace. And you're not suppressing anything. You're actually feeling everything and moving on from them. And it's very interesting, like how, because obviously we see all these quotes on social media, like I'm good, I don't give a fuck, but Sometimes that actually means like you give more fucks than you care to acknowledge. And (laughs) sometimes like you have to acknowledge the fucks because there's a lot of pain there because that does come with closing doors and that does come with ending relationships. And that does come with seeing people for who they are and seeing yourself for who you are. And it takes down all those walls that you've been building or that fan, especially me, I've built fantasies around myself around people relationships projects like I built these like fake worlds that came crashing down and I had to sit with it like oh fuck And, and that was painful but now that like I've gone through it it's like no I'm actually really good because you create space for relationships for projects for you know whatever it is that you're inviting into your life you're creating space for things that are actually in alignment with who you are. Um, yeah. But wow, tangent, right? <laughs> no, no, no. I, 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 it's, I totally like can relate. I feel, I think to a part of the expectations is that mm-hmm. like, well, for me anyway, is um, I wish I did like, I was scared of shutting those doors. Yes. Um, because um, I don't know. I can't even, I, I don't even have words to say why I was. I was just, I, I, I'm just going to admit it. I was scared. I don't know if it, like, I, and when you said grief, it, it's true. Like, I think I didn't want to deal with the grief, but now that I've shut those doors and like, I went through the grief process, like it wasn't as bad as I envisioned it in my head. Yes. If anything, like, like you said, I could breathe or, 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 or inhale fresher air and like breathe better, more <coughs> clear now. And like, mm. I feel as though like, like in the keyword peace, like there's no more bullshit. There's no more drama. Like it yeah. is beautiful. And like, I wish I did that shit years ago. I, I, I really do because I'm good. Like, you know, I genuinely like it's, yes. it's, it's just like at a better space in my life. And I'm just like, why why was i holding you know and like i think it just was a testament to show in my character um you know like uh, uh, just holding on to something but like in reality it just never really was there it really wasn't and i it was just that was on me that i had to realize that you know like i can't put that on someone else but yeah i I, the key word there is peace and i i was just like when you said that i'm like wow so fucking relatable and obviously you know what i'm talking about but like it's the pieces it's just this thing that is this feeling that I wish I I've had for years and I, I'm dealing, I, I'm feeling that more now than ever. And I wish I've had it for all these years. Yes. And I think, yes, that's the key factor. When you feel peace, that's when you know you've moved on. When you know yep. there's no question of whether this choice was right for you, when you know, when you're at full peace, like this relationship had to end, this door had to close. Yep. And like, that's just how you know you're you feel calm about it 
Mm-hmm. And it's incredible, like, when you do finally get there, because it's just, it's, I mean, it's peaceful. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Anyway, what about you? <laughs> um, so another big reason for unhappiness is lack of sunlight, sleep, a healthy diet, uh, and, of ex- and exercise. If that's not you, I don't know what is. So you guys, you know, I've been on this journey with my health for quite a while. You guys know we've had Mike and Kelly from Next Gen Gym on our podcast. We've been on their podcast. They, I don't even, I was telling Ashley the other day, I don't think they know like what big impact they have made in my life. Um, But this is such a big one because... Once I started on this 75 hard program, I started to realize what a disservice that I was doing to not only my physical health, but my mental health by not getting in appropriate exercise, diet, sleep, and sunlight. And can I just tell you, I think one of the biggest changes, obviously, I it's a physical change, but one of the biggest changes being on this program has done to me is my mental health and just being more focused, being more clear, being able to access peace at any time. It's like, it makes such a difference. If you guys, like, I, I honestly believe the quickest way to get out of your state is to move your body. So I big, big, big advocator of this one. Absolutely. Love it. What's your next one? Um, oh, kind of coincides with what we were just speaking of. Uh, dwelling on the past um, or waiting for the future. I'm more Oof. of like dwelling on the past. Um, I used to like what, like think of, oh, what if, what if, what if, like for the future? No, I'm in a like whatever happens, happens. Like I'm loving like what on this journey I'm on right now. So like wherever this um, road takes me. Let's go. Like, you know what I mean? Um, the dwelling on the past shit, like, that shit's for the birds. Like, I'm not that person anymore. Like, I've different, I've, I've grown. Like, I, yeah, I know I fucked up. I know I said, said shit. I know I did shit. Like, that was the old me. I'm not making excuses. Like, that's not a cop out, whatever. It's just like dead ass. Like, I'm literally not that person anymore. Um, and if you don't allow me in your life for the new person I am, like, that's why the door is shut. Like, you you know what I mean? Like, that's if you don't want to see who the person I am now, like, then you keep thinking, oh, like, that's what you did in the past. Like, okay, so then don't be in my, don't be in my presence. I'm good. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. I'm just, like, over the, the past. Like, I'm literally over it. I don't give a fuck. Like, I, I, I genuinely don't, like, and in, in the aspect, though, I do have to say, like, the whole, like, forgetting and forgiving thing, like, I'm still working on that. Um, and I mm. know that sounds like a big oxymoron or, or what's the word? Is it oxymoron or is it hip- oh, hypocrite? Sorry, hypocrite. Um, I'm working on that because I'm learning what forgiveness really means. Mm. I think growing up, I always thought, like, you know, you always say forgive and never forget. Like, I will never forget it's the forgiveness thing that I, I have to, I'm working on. I, I'm, I am working on that. That's like really big for me in therapy right now. Um, but yeah, like the past shit, like bye, like bye. Like it's over and it's done with. Yeah. I'm good. Keep it moving. Yeah. I just want to say like quick note. I, I was never, I mean, I was like a, in the past dweller, but I was more of in the future, getting anxious about the future and what I've come to realize is my anxiety about the future 
actually came from a lack of trusting myself. I didn't trust that I would know how to handle situations in the future because for whatever reason. And I've Uh been on this like big journey of learning how to like trust myself and like showing up for myself and being there for myself and like obviously therapy, seminar, blah, blah, blah. All the stuff me and Essie always talk about. But there's a way, I do think a big part of anxiety at least like for me, was that lack of trust. I didn't think that I would be okay. And I didn't think that I would know how to handle a situation. But learning techniques on showing up for myself in the present has me standing in my future being okay, knowing that I got me no matter what. And it's a very interesting place to kind of stand now where it's like, oh, I'm not anxious. Like, I got it. Like, no matter what's going to happen, like, I will handle it if it comes, when it comes. And I'm, I'm learning to not think about worst case scenario anymore. And I'm kind of just, you know, trying to stay as present as possible. Well, I love that. Yeah. So very, very big one for sure. Um, And the last reason for unhappiness that we have is suppressing one's emotions. Guys, I've definitely done, I still do it sometimes, a lot of this in my life. Um, Just not being able to feel my emotions, be with my emotions, kind of just making everything okay when it wasn't. I still have lately, as you guys know, like I've been sitting with my anger. So anger is still one of those emotions that I can't fully let out. But like sadness, fear, all those like I've been able to kind of like come out of it and sit with it and express it. But if you're stuck in a place where you're feeling something and you're just suppressing it, what happens is that if you suppress it long enough, it becomes repressed. And when it becomes a repressed emotion, it's like you don't even know you're acting from that space. So it's like, so what do I mean? Like if something like bothers you and you're not dealing with it, you're not dealing with it, you're not dealing with it, one day you're going to start snapping or you're going to start being angry and you're not even going to know that you're angry or you're not even going to know like what is happening because you've repressed that like wound or trauma or whatever happened to you so much that it's running you like unco- like subconsciously. And it's like the wildest thing to like watch in people where they're not even aware of what's happening. And like, they're like, why am I so unhappy? I'm like, because there's a wound there and you're not dealing with it. Like it's, it's actually, you guys, it's, I mean, it's not simple. It's work. But if you're unhappy, there's always, I just want to like say this, like if you're unhappy or you feel any type of way, there's always another choice and it's just a matter of you choosing yourself in that moment and saying I don't want to feel this way anymore so I'm going to find a way out of it or I'm going to find a way to sit with it or I'm going to find a way to be with it there's always another way never think that you're stuck because you're not and we live in a in a day and age where there are so many tools available to you at your fingertips that like you can literally get a coach a therapist a mentor like in any second. So please don't ever think that you 
will be stuck in your unhappiness forever because that is not true. Beautiful. Um, and that's all I got. I mean, I can talk about this topic forever. Oh my goodness. I love it. I know I love it. It's, but you're so right, you know, and I, I just hope that our chatters, um, will uh, retain that because it's, it's a lot to process, but it's also, it's a lot to like sit with yes. and actually accept because if you're, if you're not willing to accept this and just being denied and or denial, 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 like you're never going to get there and you're just going to keep repeating the same patterns and shit's going to keep showing up for random shit. Like whether, I don't know, like the exterminator, it didn't show up on time yeah. or like the fucking AC vent blue or like, like all these things are just triggering for you. It's not really because the AC vent blue or the exterminator is like a half hour late. It's because you're not dealing with your shit. Like, you know, and I just, like I said, like from the beginning of this podcast, like, I wish I knew that then, but like, we're telling you like what to do. And like, these are and not telling you to, I'm sorry, I should take that back. Like allegedly, supposedly don't come after me, but like, we're advising you what to do. I should say. We're sharing with you. Mm-hmm. We're sharing with you that there's a different way to be. And it's like, you don't have to tolerate what you've been tolerating. Like there's just diff- happiness is available to you at any time. And I know this sounds annoying because like when I was unhappy and you know, I would hear somebody saying it's a choice. It would trigger the fuck out of me. Why? Because I wasn't fucking choosing it. Right. And like, Cause it is a choice. Yeah. It's everything in your life is a choice. Your anger mm-hmm. is a choice. Your sadness is a choice. It's all a fucking choice. Mm-hmm. And if you're getting triggered by this, go sign up for better help. <laughs> literally use our code you'll get some discount that's it that's all we got for you today guys this is a little mini episode we might have i hope we didn't sound too preachy on this one no or direct um we're just speaking from our hearts and like we're being our authentic selves and i i I mean what more can you ask for really exactly so that's all we got for you guys tonight i said you want to tell them where they can follow us absolutely itunes spotify apple radio public uh breaker and did i say overcast overcast um please follow us on all our social media pages instagram at lunchbox chats as well as our facebook page the lunchbox chats um five star ratings would be you know ideal but if not you could just give us whatever rating you do your desire um and subscribe would be lovely you know all the things all the things, all the five-star ratings. And until next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.